the biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Lindsay Barnett. Yes, it is indeed the London Free Press Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us for another fabulous edition. We have so much to talk about today. But before I introduce my guest on the show today, I do want to tell you it's been another very busy week in the City of London, so you can stay up to date with all things happening, of course, over at lfpress.com. Follow on Twitter, lfpress, at lfpress. Get your push notifications, breaking news happening there all the time. Randy Richmond wrote a really important piece on another death of an inmate, the Elgin Middlesex Detention Center. Go check that out. It was a busy night at council. Poor Megan Stacy. It was a long one. Uh, lots of the sidewalk debate still. Well, I guess it's not really happening anymore, but I'm going to leave that to you to read about as well. And I prefaced this week, last week with Ryan saying that we would be back probably with something COVID related because it is ruling our lives. Well, this week is no exception. I'm really excited to have typically the crime and court beat reporter, also columnist with the London Free Press, Jane Sims, Jane Sims, rather, sorry. Jane, thank you so much for joining me. How are you today? I'm great, Lindsay. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. I'm excited to see you. You are, and you said this to me just before we started recording, you are like an eternal optimist. And I feel like now more than ever, people just kind of cling to that and really need that. So this is good to be talking to you today with regards to the pandemic and vaccines and vaccines in the city and not in the city. So I think we should touch on first. Um, I was a little surprised, but also not really. There was supposed to be a fourth vaccination center in the city of London opening. We have now since been told it's not happening, but it's not the city's fault. It's not the health unit's fault. So what can you tell me about that vaccination center first? Well, I think uh, Earl Nichols Arena was supposed to be open by the end of the month, early April. And that would have been one more, you know, one more arrow in the quiver, right? It, it would have been another 2,000 shots a day, potentially, potentially. But it, we're, we're having the same problem as everybody else's. It's supply. It is, it is pushing that supply chain out. And at this point, the health unit just is not getting enough vaccine. You're going to hear that complaint from every health unit across the across the province and across the country. But there is there are reasons to be optimistic. We know there's a lot of Pfizer coming. We know nationally there's going to be a lot of Pfizer coming. I don't think when when Dr. Mackey says we're not we are postponing that opening indefinitely. That's true. I still think it will open. I think at some point we will have enough vaccine to get another site open simply because we need it. We want to push as many people through as possible. And I really do think that this supply chain is going to ramp up and we got to be ready for it. I will say this, the, the places that are operating now, particularly the Agriplex, the North London Optimist Center and Mount Bridges, what I'm hearing about them is that they run like clockwork. I mean, there's the, 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 the staff is really friendly and helpful and understand, particularly for our older neighbors, this is pretty, this is a pretty traumatic day to go in there and have to get it done. I've heard people say I'm in and out in half an hour. It's just been fantastic. And I think that there has to be a lot of credit given to the health unit and the hospital for how they've been able to set those up. 
I agree with you 100%. It's become a very well-oiled machine. The problem is now supply versus demand. And the, the word I want to focus on there is demand, because all of a sudden, the province keeps changing with phase two, who is going to be eligible. Now, I don't know if some of this was a bit of an oversight with some groups that probably should have been included. Um, and now I'm seeing on Twitter, like, I got to stay off the comment section because some people are just attacking <laughs> because all of a sudden it's like, there's this light right at the end of the tunnel and everybody wants to get in, but yeah. at what cost? And then you wrote this fantastic piece about a London couple. They are retired, but they don't fall within the parameters just yet to get vaccinated here. So let's talk about the Browns and an exciting trip trip that they are taking on Monday. Well, they're going to beautiful Leamington, which is a lovely town in Essex County. And they're going there to go to the Walmart there to get their vaccine, to get their, their AstraZeneca. One of the things that has happened is the province started this pilot project. And I think at the time when, when Middlesex London wasn't included in it, we kind of went, ah, what's the big deal, right? Like, you know, it's they're, they're putting it in places like Windsor-Essex, which has had a really tough time. They're putting it in Toronto where it should be because there's a lot of people who need it. And they're putting a, in Kingston to get it to have an, an Eastern Ontario site. Makes sense. Um, but what we didn't realize that the, at the time, the, the parameters for it were for people between the ages of 60 and 64. Right. Uh, because there's been controversy around the AstraZeneca um, vaccine in Europe and even in the States, there's some issues surrounding some of the studies. But for the most part, what we're hearing is, is that it's an effective vaccine. It was late last week that, uh, that the province said, okay, I'm, because people between the ages of 65 and 80 were kind of feeling like we're getting left out here where they're, they're not getting to us quick enough. And we know that age is the factor that, that is most, the, the biggest risk factor as far as COVID is concerned. They opened it up. So now anybody over the age of 60 can get that vaccine and you don't have to live in Windsor-Essex. And that's something that people were discovering before we started writing stories about it this week. I will tell you, I have two colleagues who are heading to Essex County this week. Um, I, 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 I can tell you that one of my family members went into Toronto from her, from her, to get her home to go get it. And what's happening is, is that there is a supply available. There is some vaccine hesitancy surrounding AstraZeneca. So there are doses available. And if people start making calls, they find out about it. Bruce and Gail Brown are typical people that way. They're healthy, they're active. They want things back to normal and they're a little freaked out. And I, I, you know, and I would be too. So there they went and they, they booked appointments. They first tried Stony Point because it was closer. There wasn't any vaccine there. Then they found out they could go to Leamington. So they've got their appointments and away they go. What I find interesting about this is I think at the beginning, we thought it was almost like a competition, right? That each health unit was kind of like, oh, why did they get vaccine? Or how come they're doing this or doing that? The point of this is to get as many people vaccinated as possible. So Dr. Mackey said the other day, I have no problem with anybody going out. Go get it. Go get your shot. If you can get your shot, get it done. Every single one of the vaccines that Canada has approved is effective. And if you want to make that road trip and you're able to do it and you can get an appointment, go get it. What will happen too is Dr. Mackey has said that, that the AstraZeneca will likely be coming here too. We will see some pharmacies here, and I think we'll see that in the next couple of weeks. We'll see some pharmacies added to the list. Those people who got their first shot of AstraZeneca down in Leamington or, or you know, Windsor or Amherstburg or wherever they're going, 
they will be able to get their second shot here. That will be something that they won't have to return down there to get the same shot. It's all recorded through their health card and everything else. And those shots will be available here. I guess, Lindsay, the way I'm looking at it is I think this is great. <laughs> I agree with you. Oh, the more people we get vaccinated now, the closer we get to people like you and me getting into the vaccination center and getting a needle put in our arm. So, and if we have supply, let's get it used up. Let's, let's get this over with. I a hundred percent agree with you. Something interesting. And like my parents are in their sixties. I have grandparents in their eighties. I'm the only person living in London. My grandparents are North of Toronto. My grandparents are right in the city of Toronto. My grandparents just got their first Pfizer vaccination through their health unit. The Middlesex London Health Unit, from what I am seeing, and again, I pay attention to news here more because I live here, is doing a way better job at executing information, like being passed along. I work with a guy in, he, he's based in Windsor and he keeps saying to me, yeah, you got a couple of the pharmacies in London administering the AstraZeneca, don't you? And I keep saying, no, it's only the three spots in the province. But up until reading your column, I didn't know that people from other counties, other cities were allowed to travel. And I will say, I was watching Hockey Night in Canada a couple of weeks ago. Ron McLean said he was going, he had booked an appointment to go to a pharmacy to get his AstraZeneca, which I thought was really great because I still, Absolutely. I still think there's a lot of fear mongering with regards to that vaccine in particular. So to have kind of a public figure like that, I thought was fantastic. And the Browns, they said they're kind of making a day of it. They're, they're a typical couple. They had plans to go to Cuba, Ireland that I read about all canceled. So they're making a day of Leamington, right? Right. Sure. Why not? I mean, you know, it, I mean, as long as you're, your your props, you're going to wear your mask and physically distance and do all the protocols that you would do if you were going to go to White Oaks Mall, why not? Right. Like, you know, that and, you know, and, and, and you're doing it for a really, really good reason. You know, this is this is an opportunity. I, I see this not at, like I see this as a huge opportunity for people if they can do it and if they can find it, um, you know, it, here we are. We're what this is. We're, we're coming near the end of March. Mm -hmm. um, we're a long ways ahead from where we were at the end of February. I think we got to remember that at the end of February, we were still juggling around whether or not when we were going to get the people over the age of 80 done, right? Like we still couldn't get that figured out. Now we're looking at people 60 plus who, if they can do it, can go get it. We have people 75 plus vote, putting, get, getting their appointments made. Those bans will come down. We will you know, as we move along here and as the supply chain keeps going, we will get there. Chatham Kent is already registering people 70 and older. Now, I think they have a little bit of a, a different strategy in that they, they use every single bit of vaccine in their freezers. They will, they'll vaccinate everybody and say, who cares? Let's get it in people's arms. If we get more supply, great. Um, if not, we'll wait a couple of days. So let's put them farther ahead too. That, that, that particular strategy. Um, we're seeing, you know, the mayor of Sarnia the, or last week uh, wrote a letter to Doug Ford and said, you know, we're in gray now and we're not getting as many vaccines. And his point was when you said about people going out of town, he said, I've got lots of people in Sarnia that I know, 60 and older, who are heading to Windsor. So there's an appetite for it. There's anxiety, there's stress. People want to go where the vaccine is. And they're doing it. And I think that's a, actually a pretty good sign for all of us because the more we get vaccinated, the sooner we get through this. <laughs> well, I agree with you. The more people in the older age gaps that start kind of 
puddle jumping to get the vaccine, it will lessen the five-year increments and open the window sooner for people like you and me, like you said. Now, I might be putting you on the spot a little bit. Has there been any discussion as to family doctors and not necessarily in London, but I had read something, it was a tweet, I think, that some family doctors are now preparing and have already kind of been administering the vaccine. Is there any word on that happening closer to home for us? Now, I don't know of any closer to home, but I know that there are some family doctors who've taken patients in the province who've been giving given a, a supply of it and and uh which is great it, you know uh I, I i you know again i think the nice thing is too is what we're seeing is that people will take it people will there are enough folks that we're going to be able to use up that vaccine I, I think we're getting we're at a point right now that the idea of vaccine shopping uh for you know oh i'm not taking that it's okay i'd rather have the pfizer or the moderna or i want the one shot deal at this point, I think that there is enough urgency in the process that people will take it, anything that's out there. And, and I do think the Oxford AstraZeneca has gotten a real bad rap. There's lots of people in, in, in the UK who have been vaccinated with it. Their rates are going down. Um, it's being used all over the world. I know there was pauses put on in Europe, but those pauses have been taken off. And I do think the 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 U.S. is going to going to put give it a, its a, a approval in the not too too distant future. So, you know, the more shots, the better. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. I couldn't agree with you anymore. I want to thank you for your time and just it's been nice and refreshing talking to somebody who has been so optimistic throughout this process. And I agree with you, the more shots, the better. And it kind of makes me shake my head when we talk about people vaccine shopping, because I'm at the point, and this is going to sound a little gross, but I would take it to the eyeball if it meant getting it right now. Like I am <laughs> desperate for real life to go back to normal. So right. Right. And you know, I'm, I, I have, I have friends, uh, uh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Cell phones, life's the life of a reporter. I, I apologize for that. That's okay. Uh, I, should, um, I, uh, you know, I have neighbors that I worry about. You know, my mother has Alzheimer's and is in a long-term care facility. Yeah, she's got her two shots of Pfizer, and I can't tell you how much relief that was once mm -hmm. we knew that that had happened. Um, you know, uh, my mother-in-law is also in long-term care. She has her two shots. You know, there is a comfort that comes with that. But now we're getting ready for. Okay, the rest of us are ready now. <laughs> Yes. I want to go out for a meal and feel comfortable. I want to, you know, I want to be able to, you know, drive out of town and, and go somewhere, right? And and feel good about it or have an overnight stay somewhere or, yeah. you know, you know, just hug people, right? Hug That's people. I was just going to say, my grandparents called me on my birthday last week to say they had booked their appointment and I cried. I was like, that was the best birthday present you could have given me. Because I can't wait to just squeeze them. Like it's been so yeah. long. So, and that's what matters most. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one more. I have a friend who turned 50 and uh, for her birthday, her dad got it. She, she took her dad for his, for his first dose. And she said, I, I, I couldn't have had a better birthday. Yeah. Right? And you're right. There is a peace of mind. I've been sleeping better first dose. Yeah. yeah they're And they've already got their second appointment booked. So good things coming. Definitely more light at the end of this tunnel. Thank you so much again for your insight and your time today. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. And good hopefully to see you. the next time we talk, we're going to be talking about how many of 
us Londoners have been vaccinated and hopefully more good news along the way. You never have to miss an episode of the London Free Press podcast. If you are enjoying it, please subscribe wherever you're listening to your podcast. We are on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, YouTube, of course, over at lfpress.com. We will be back again next Thursday with another edition and another story. Who knows what's going to happen a whole week away. Until then, stay well. Stay well.